0: Well, hello there, everyone, and welcome to the Sure IDC podcast, the podcast where we talk about everything and anything, doesn't matter what, or when, or who, or why. We will talk about it at some point. This is Lucas and we talk about movies, songs, video games, board games, food, books, personality traits, animals, history, anything and everything you can think of except politics. There's enough of that going on in the world. We can agree, disagree, or agree to disagree on any opinions, facts, or anything else that comes up in the episodes because that's life. We're just here having a good time now. We are doing another musical review today. We're going to go old school. And by also old school, I mean also new school as well. It is a classic that can never get old, and that is Cinderella. Cinderella, Cinderella, night and day for Cinderella. Uh, To have this conversation today, we have, of course, my good friend, lucas how you doing lucas
1: hello that's not confusing at all but yes i'm here
0: (laughs) yes it's back good to have you back and today to break up the lucas and lucas confusion is our good friend pretty much cinderella herself elizabeth How you doing?
2: That lovely introduction, Lucas. I know, right?
0: It's your first appearance on the show.
2: I know. I was when you asked me to do this, I was like, you have a podcast? That's amazing. But (laughs) I could totally definitely see you doing something like this with your personality. So I'm very honored to be here. So thank you for having me. Thanks for
0: being on the show. I'm so happy you knew I had a podcast. We're doing something
1: right. <laughs> For
0: now. For now. For now, yeah. So, um, we are talking about the <coughs> stage musical version of Cinderella today. You know, Rogers and Hammerstein's version of Cinderella. Mm. Um, I know there's at least like three versions of it from Broadway it was, like, or whatever. And then you've got, um, You know, the, uh, um, you got all the movies and you have the animated version. And the new one recently uh, by Andrew Lloyd Webber is coming out or coming out soon. I'm not sure of the release date on that. But uh, now I'm not too familiar with the Cinderella musicals, uh, per se, or the Cinderella musical. But that is why I have a theater teacher and a person, like I said, who is practically Cinderella herself with me
1: today. Oh, so (laughs) So as a theater teacher, um, there are currently three different versions that you can license to perform Wow! if you're going to perform Cinderella. There's the Rodgers and Hammerstein Cinderella, um, kind of the old classic Julie Andrews version that she was in that was like a oh, I Julie TV musical slash stage musical. It was basically yeah. on stage, but it was filmed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's that version. Um, and then there's the Enchanted Edition, which is basically that version but like with a few extra songs and then there's the Broadway edition, which was the most recent. It was like in 2012, 2013, 2011, Mm -hmm. sometime in there. Yeah. I have 2013 Um, and it it's my favorite. And um, (laughs) you're going to hear me say that a lot. Um, (laughs) But that was the most recent and they just kind of revamped everything. They like kept some of the songs, but they pulled some other songs from the songbook of Rogers and Hammerstein and threw them in there. Updated them a little bit and then also updated the um book of the musical a lot. Mm-hmm. So that is the three like Rodgers and Hammerstein versions, and then obviously you have the Andrew Lloyd Webber version coming up as well. Mm-hmm. So,
0: yeah, yeah. Now, yeah, the first stage production, I guess, like you were talking about with Julie Andrews, I guess. Well, I guess- was that the first production of the Rodgers and Hammerstein? I think it was, wasn't it?
1: I'm pretty <clears throat> sure, like 75% sure that that was the first like official stage, Rodgers and Hammerstein at least stage production was that one.
0: So, yeah. yeah. I didn't know that Julie Andrews ever played Cinderella.
1: Of course, it doesn't surprise
0: yes. me
2: though. She's Mary Poppins and Floraline Maria. So, yeah. of yeah. course she would be. Of Cinderella.
0: course she would be. I mean, who would be the first Cinderella ever if you could think about it? Julie Andrews, <laughs> I mean, just say. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, I guess, like you mentioned, it was filmed on stage as kind of a movie. Um, I guess that was kind of a big deal. Like, when I did my research on Cinderella's and stuff, that was a huge deal
1: mm-hmm, back uh, for then. it
0: to happen. Yeah. And then I guess um, it actually, you know, the Broadway, like you said, debuted in 2013.
1: Um, and that was kind of the weird thing is because everyone's, like, falling in love. Like, because that Julie Andrews version spawned not just... Like possible stage versions, but it also spawned like um the what word am I looking for the basis for a lot of the movies like the movie with I do believe like Whitney Houston and all stuff mm-hmm. like that Brandy, Brandy
0: right? Cinderella. <laughs> yeah like that
1: was the basis for it but there was never like an official broadway production of that version until 2013 that's mm-hmm. so but weird isn't that weird do you think a lot
2: of the classics that are coming back i've noticed yeah
0: yeah
1: we're re-envisioning yeah. and doing stuff with them but like to me it was just like you would think like at some point someone would have been like okay let's take this version of cinderella and Put it on stage for Broadway.
2: And Laura Osnes was the first, or yeah. Technical on um, well, Broadway, on well, Broadway yeah. at least,
0: yeah, well, yeah. Now, um, uh, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, so it was. This wasn't the first one that Roger and Hammerstein wrote, was it? I thought mm-hmm. Oklahoma was the first one, right?
1: I think Oklahoma was the first collaboration between them, or the first at least, like ultra famous collaboration, because then yeah. it paved the way for. Like South Pacific and
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: yeah, and a bunch of the others on Sound of Music, Didn't which know, is we're get a history right? lesson.
0: <laughs> Oh yeah, of course we're getting a history lesson.
1: We like <laughs> oh. to give them the background,
0: yeah. And uh, if you if you want to more background on it, just go listen to the Oklahoma one. We talked about Oklahoma, so <laughs> yes, we did. Just saying a plug there, but uh, <laughs> but no, yeah, it, it really did pave the way for a lot of stuff. Um, and, uh, yeah, I guess we'll talk, kind of dive into, um, just talking. I mean, we, we mentioned a lot of them. There is, uh, uh, I guess there's an Amazon show of Cinderella, I guess.
1: Yeah. There's a new one, like a new movie and it's semi-musical. It stars, um, I think it is a musical, but it's not like, I don't know how to describe it, but, um, it stars, um, is it Camila or
0: Camilla Cabello or um, whatever? Yes,
1: yes, 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 yes. It stars her and then yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And there was a movie, wasn't wasn't well yeah, other than it was the animated movie. version, it a, but
1: it was it was a live action movie. There's tons of live action yes. Cinderella's like. I don't think I've
0: ever watched that one.
1: <laughs> <sighs> like they just keep redoing Cinderella and I'm like, no, you got it right in two thousand thirteen. It's perfect style. <laughs>
0: All right, well, Lucas is dying here, so let's just dive into uh, that version. Let's talk about that. So um, what... I mean, Lucas is going to be answering this question, you know, uh, phenomenally, but what makes Rodgers and Hammerstein's version so good? Is it just because it's a classic Cinderella, or is there, like, some specific reasons to it?
1: I think it was just, like... because So there's three versions that Rodgers and Hammerstein have out there, and I think it's just they were on this uptick from Oklahoma and all these shows and they took something classic that everyone loves the story of Cinderella. It's a classic fairy tale. And then they were like, Oh, let's make it into a musical. And then of course you cast Julie Andrews in it. And like, yeah, you're going to have, like, I think it was just fate and a bunch of different things intertwining. Like they were good at what they did, like with producing it, like let's write it, let's produce it. Let's get these people involved. And, People just fell in love. Now, the original version features some characters that some of the other versions do not. Like, the king and queen have a bigger role in, um, mm-hmm. in the original Cinderella that Roger Tammer did. And and the Broadway one, the king and queen are not present whatsoever. <gasps> yeah.
0: Scandalous.
1: yeah <laughs> Yeah. Um, And I think that also just kind of goes back to people feel like they can make those changes because honestly, if you just look at history, there are tons of different versions of Cinderella. Mm -hmm. Like there are tons of different adaptations, iterations of Cinderella. So it's like, this is a story that you can have that freedom with when you're adapting it into a musical or into anything, honestly. Um, so. Like, Cinderella's obvious in it. Duh. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It makes me
0: kind of curious on, like, who owns the rights to Cinderella? Like, you always think it's Walt Disney. But I guess, I mean, I guess if they don't have the same type of storyline, they can do whatever they want with it. That's
1: where it falls into. Because Cinderella, the story itself, Mm -hmm. is considered to be public domain. Um, And just rabbit trail here. Winnie the Pooh is now public domain, but not the one with the shirt. If he has oh. a red shirt, you can't do it. But if it's a naked poo, you can do it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> a naked well, poo. Should I, ask, should
2: I ask why or is this going to be another podcast to <laughs> talk no, about? No, it's later?
1: just. It's, no, ask why. I it's, mean. It, 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 we can apply it to Cinderella because if you were to do, um, even if, say, if I were to produce a broad, the Broadway version of Cinderella, mm. but mm. I were to change something mm. and include some talking mice like Jack and Gus Gus, I would get sued. Because those characters in that version, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and including the iconic look, like if you do the type of dress or the type of like Mm -hmm. costumes that the animated movie has, those are copyrighted. Mm -hmm. So those versions of Cinderella are copyrighted. Mm -hmm. If you notice a lot in a lot of these other versions, um, they don't necessarily refer to Cinderella's prince as Prince Charming.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because Disney Cinderella has that mm-hmm. copyrighted. Like in the Broadway version, the 2013 version, it's Prince
0: Topher. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, And yeah. he has like a million names because it's a song. Which makes um, so
0: much sense in a in a way because like Once Upon a Time and you know Into the Woods and all those other shows that Cinderella isn't the main story of it, but she's involved future. in it.
1: Yeah. They
0: usually never like they. They, they know, we know she's Cinderella, but we don't necessarily call her Cinderella. Yeah. Or, you know, their prince is not Prince Charming or whatever the case may be. Yeah. So it's always like, oh, we know this is Cinderella, but we can't do certain things because of copyright issues.
1: Yeah. If
2: I may say so, Lucas Mint, <laughs> try not to confuse the audience. That
1: would be me. As I... <laughs> that would be me.
2: Um, I listening to you it really makes me want to attend a lecture it i would go back to high school just to attend a lecture <laughs> so i'm listening to you
1: what can i say i'm You're, a teacher yeah. <laughs>
0: what, could I, what could i say
1: <laughs> i love this show like not the older versions like julie andrews i love her she's a goddess yes i love her but um Like, don't really care for a version, don't care for the the Enchanted version, which, like I said, there's not, it's not even worth going into the differences between the Julie Andrews version and the Enchanted version, because literally, it's like, we take this song out, we put these songs in, it's just some switching around to music, to the point where I don't even know what songs exactly, because I really don't care. Uh, (laughs) But, but the Broadway version almost deepens the story in my opinion, because now it's mm-hmm. no longer just a fairy tale about this girl who has a horrible life and the Prince finds her in little shoe and then boom, happily ever after. Yeah. <laughs> um, now all of a sudden, like in the Broadway version, there's like these political implications of mm-hmm. what is the kingdom going on in the kingdom? Who's running the kingdom? Prince mm-hmm. Topher coming back from like boarding school mm-hmm. and who's been running the kingdom and why are things going on the way they are? And, yeah
2: lucas to the podcast um do you mind if i ask lucas present question
0: a question be oh me. yeah sure <laughs> <laughs>
2: what what is it about the show that you love so much you've told me that you love the show but like is it just the magic of it is it just like all of the technical stuff that is applied to it i mean
1: it's a combination of things so i'll just say like my little heart always wanted to be cinderella oh um,
0: <laughs> um, and a
1: lovely uh, one you'd be I wanted to be a princess. Um, <laughs> but um, I, I loved seeing the show. I love seeing... Because I, I watched the bootleg of it. Sorry. But, but I did. And then I saw... I, I redeemed myself. I saw it in person. Like, um, I bought the soundtrack thinking, oh, this is a classical musical. I honestly bought the soundtrack in college thinking, well... I need to add stuff to my repertoire Mm -hmm. for auditions. Mm -hmm. And this is, I I love modern musical theater, and this is kind of a more modern but standard, quote Mm -hmm. unquote, show. So I need to add some standards to my book. Started listening to it. Um, The music's just beautiful. Like the orchestration Mm -hmm. is beautiful. Um, It's these classic Rodgers and Hammerstein songs from like the original musical with a few added in from his songbook. They've totally been revamped, mm-hmm. reorchestrated. Um, the story. After listening to the music, getting drawn in by that, then started looking at the story and realizing this wasn't just a once upon a time here Cinderella in her house. Mm-hmm. There's the prince fights like a dragon, like you. Mm-hmm. The prince fights a giant, or depending on the version, if it's the touring version, sometimes it's like a giant insect. Mm-hmm. There's like all kinds of stuff he fights, and then you find out what's going on in the kingdom and this whole idea of being kind versus, you know, being rude And the Mm -hmm. kingdom. Everyone's kind of rude. That's uppity. And Cinderella embraces this kindness. And the idea that like someone who is nothing Mm
0: -hmm.
1: can just by being themselves completely Mm
0: -hmm.
1: like change the whole world they live in. And get Aww. the guy, um,
0: yeah. Is and like, have a bunch of fairy tale uh, creatures yeah. help them as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just a beautiful story. I would say technically the set design drew me in. Like I've yeah. seen several versions of this show. I've seen the Muni version. I've seen the touring Broadway version. I've seen clips of the Broadway version. Mm-hmm. And obviously the touring Broadway version and the clips of the Broadway version, they both have a similar set design because they're related to each other. Uh-huh. Um, yeah but watching the forest the woods that the house that cinderella lives in become the castle like Mm -hmm. it's just the lighting's beautiful um the costumes are beautiful costume change is freaking spectacular creating magic on stage and my students tell me as well as my fellow directors tell me is that i'm drawn to fairy tales anyway when i direct
0: when Mm -hmm. i pick shows
1: somehow i always end up considering a fairy tale like mm-hmm. I guess I just love the magic of them but I just yeah. love this story Something
2: that calls so much soul. it
1: just calls my soul I guess but this version like with there's a subplot I'm getting way ahead of stuff here
0: El- <laughs> <laughs> well let's so let's let's talk about the story because that's the next topic of discussion so let's talk about the story and kind of the differences and I mean you kind of already added a little bit to it um, with the politics of the castle and yeah. you know, certain, uh, mm-hmm. different stories, uh, uh, story cliffhangers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, but kind of, you can, you can talk about the story now this is a great, uh, Segway. segue into the next topic.
1: So typical story of Cinderella. Um, um, she's kind, she's kind to this old lady who is supposedly crazy. Mm-hmm. She's kind to, um, um, John Michelle who is an added character into the show, um, who it has a subplot, which I'll get into in a sec. Mm -hmm. Um, Kind of these nobodies who everyone in the kingdom kind of ignores. She's Mm -hmm. super kind to. Mm -hmm. It's kind of, makes me even to go spiritual with it. It makes me think of like, you never know who's going to be like an angel in disguise. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, the scriptures say that, but like, that's kind kind of the idea is that she's kind of these people, despite Hardly no one in her life being kind to her. Mm-hmm. Um, she chooses joy rather than bitterness, and so I make it sound like something deep. That's because it is to me, but um, it can but be something deep. There's a lot of humor in it, and how like even in the ridicule towards her, the the character of the stepmother is hilarious but cruel, but hilarious. Um. It, they, the writing there is really good because you hate her, but you love to hate her.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, the stepsisters are your typical stepsisters. A um, little different than typical, I guess I should say. Like one of the stepsisters, I forget their names. I should know this, but I forget their names. Um, it's hard because in every different version, they slightly have different names. Yeah. But um, there's Ankara, probably a reason for that. Yeah, there is.
0: Um, Copyright.
1: (laughs) Anne Harada, um, who's famous for doing shows such as Avenue Q, um, great comedic actress. If you don't know who she is, look her up. She's freaking amazing. What's her name again? Um, Anne Harada. Um, She plays um, one of the stepsisters, the more comedic of the two stepsisters. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know who plays the other stepsister. I feel bad now. But I do believe her character name is Gabriella and Gabrielle. she um she is kind of the more serious snobby stepsister but she has a subplot where she ends up kind of going into spoiler alert um she ends up kind of helping <laughs> Cinderella- mm-hmm. well, because I she's like in love her. with John Michelle uh-huh. and John Michelle is the guy I mentioned previous and he's in love with Gabriella and they try to end up together, but the stepmother doesn't like it because what does the stepmother want her daughters to marry? The prince. The prince. So it's all about moving up in the world for the stepmother. Um, it's
2: like, why don't you marry a young lady? I just said that, yes. Yeah, she
1: did. <laughs> she even considers it at a moment, but she does not consider her. Um, <laughs> um, then there's in the castle side of things, there's Sebastian who is not a wonderful Jamaican talking crab. Um, He is a um, kind of the uncle to the prince and the advisor of the prince. Mm -hmm. And he's been running the kingdom in the prince's absence. And we can allude that the prince's parents are passed away because they're Mm -hmm. nowhere to be found. And they're not Mm -hmm. even mentioned to be said that they're coming back. So Sebastian's kind of cruel and kind of selfish so he's kind of a villain but i want to say like in this version like spoiler alert there's not really a villain there's not really like yes there's Mm a stepmother who we hate like and then there's sebastian who's running the kingdom but no one gets like sent to jail no one gets like killed no one gets like Mm -hmm. it's like at the end it kind of leaves it with an open ending like, yeah. he ends up with Cinderella, the prince does, and he decides that he's going to make some changes to his kingdom, but he decides that he's going to let the people decide. Mm-hmm. Like, he's going to say, like, either you can run to elect Sebastian again to do your laws, or you can choose someone yourselves. Like, he kind of takes this monarchy and turns it into kind of more of a mm-hmm. English-style monarchy with a prime minister. So, like... Mm-hmm that's the political side of it. But like, no one like, is like, Oh, you're bad. It's more so. And I think that's the biggest criticism of it because everyone I've talked to who've been like, I hate it is like, there was no retribution. Yeah. There was no revenge. And I actually kind of love that. To me, it's kind of more real. Like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. cause how often like does like, Oh, you're a cruel, horrible mother. We're going to put you in jail just for being insulting this child all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, neglect yes but mm-hmm. but just being mean no and it's like they're left with the ability to make choices if they're going to change or not mm-hmm. and we don't get to see that like we just can assume that either they're going to stay the same mm-hmm. or they're going to make changes because this is in their face now mm-hmm. yeah, so I think that's
0: kind of the beauty of this the cinderella story because i mean just like you said in any version well maybe in versions that i haven't seen but really in any version there really isn't a bad person like there's a person that's supposed to be bad but mm-hmm. in the end revenge doesn't happen on them mm-hmm. so yes. looking like at a lot yeah. of stuff
1: so uh, yeah that's I'm, i love the story i love the tech i love um that was a very muddy version i will never when i explain the story do it justice because i'm so nitpicky <laughs> because there are just so many things to it like
2: remind me to never be casted in you don't want i want to if i ever direct this
1: show you don't want to be in my version of the show i would love it because i will like i will nitpick every single thing because it has to be perfect you're
0: like you did you said that wrong (laughs) no you need to play
1: it like this you know what i'm just gonna play every single (laughs) character (laughs) lucas (laughs)
0: lucas cinderella's one man show show. do not (laughs) oh my gosh that would be so good
2: (laughs) that would be an amazing thing i would oh man front row seats
1: so no, pretty I'm much like, never I'm do this do show, cap- Lucas. I might do a cabaret someday where it's just like, I'll tell Seriously? everyone they're gonna see me do a bunch of songs and be like, "Losers, guess what? I'm just performing Cinderella all by myself." There we <laughs> go. I <Now> <laughs> that It would be hilarious to do
2: a one man show of Phantom of the Opera. Like, I think that would be phenomenally hilarious. So yeah. why not, yeah. Lucas? You I'm gonna it. get
1: a Tony. No-
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> But uh, but no, Lucas, you'll never be able to do this show. Huh? I mean, you would be, yeah. but I mean, like... I will do it, so I will but you'd do... have to, like, bring it down so much. Well,
1: I will do it in high school someday. And with me, that's different. Because it's oh, just yeah. the joy of doing it. Mm-hmm. Like, I will do it someday, and I will do it in high school. And I know that it will not ever be, because it's high school. No offense to high schoolers. Um, but it will never be what i wanted to be now if i did it with adults oh god bless them like yeah they yeah yeah so that's the best way to do it because like yeah. the caveat's off like no you need to you need to know this show get your crap together like yeah. there we go but so it's so good let's
0: moving yeah on. <laughs> so what what well you mentioned it kind of a little bit how in the original version there were some character differences. I guess there weren't character differences in a sense. It was just different side stories, I guess. So, so like, like they, had the, the, yeah. they had the they had the evil, ugly step uh, daughters or stepsisters. Oh, yeah, the
1: stepsisters stay. I'll do but it. But it just
0: one. changes.
1: Yeah. The stepsisters stay in both versions of Rogers and Hammerstein, it's just the angle we go with them. Mm-hmm. And some versions they're like really snotty and they never get redeemed. And the newer version, one of them kinda gets redeemed. The other one's just kind of stupid. Um she is. Like I love her. She's an amazing character, but like she is. Um yeah. and the stepmother has the opportunity for redemption in the second one. And I think in the original ones, she doesn't really. Um yeah. Sebastian's only in the new version john michelle's only in the new version mm-hmm. um i do think like we said the stepsisters are in both versions i think their names are totally different from mm-hmm. one version to the other yeah. um, i'm not 100 percent sure on that so sorry but like i'm pretty like pretty damn sure that that's yeah <laughs> um cinderella is pretty much the same The Prince Mm -hmm. has a lot more depth to him in the Broadway version compared Mm -hmm. to the original versions. Mm -hmm. The original versions, he's just kind of mopey, which, granted, he's mopey in both. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's a lot more focus in the original Rogers and Hammerstein version on the aspect of family. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because you have Cinderella with this horrible family that she's in now. But then you have the prince with his great family, but they still don't really understand him because the king and queen are in the original versions. They are not in the Broadway version. Yeah. Um, And the king and queen even have songs.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Like, Mm -hmm. and scenes just themselves. So, like, there's even, like, I think, a plot point of the prince meets Cinderella for the first time at the first ball. Mm -hmm. And the queen doesn't really approve. Like his mom's like, uh, I don't know. And the queen's been pushing him this whole time to be get like, married. get married, get married. And now he finds someone. And she's like, eh. not the first I picture so, you, so there's like that whole thing in it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but then like, so I think the thing I'm trying to say in so many words is depending on the route you go with the characters, And depending on the route you go with, like, the plot points in the characters, you can almost change the whole meaning or themes of the show.
0: Yeah. Because the theme of the
1: Broadway is very different than the themes in the original. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, yes, there's still the whole idea of Cinderella, like, being kind and making her way in the world, which is the overarching thing. Yes. Especially if you have a fairy godmother, that helps. We haven't talked about the fairy godmother at all. (laughs)
0: Well, one of the things that I want to mention before we move on to the fairy godmother is, because uh, it kind of meshes with character and story, um, is the whole cutting off, like, parts of their body to fit in the the shoe. Yes. Like, I feel uh, like that's a no version of the Cinderella story, except for, like, is, the old Grim Reaper ver- or like, version, sure. or Grim Brother version. In the, the word
1: sometime he kept it, but, yeah. like, oh. like, granite. Rogers and Hammerstein were like, no, we're gonna no. Let's just wonder it. Yeah. They were like. They didn't go that route.
0: Yeah. I mean, no. it's very interesting. <laughs>
1: it, well, we can tell what you like. Yeah.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> I said interesting. I didn't say good. Yeah, oh, it's <laughs> very, it's very good where they chop off their heel and their it wasn't like a heel and like a There's pinky a heel toe, a big toe, big toe. Oh, the big toe. Oh, yeah. Because Why would you cut off your pinky toe?
1: Yeah, I mean, cut off. I mean, if you're
0: gonna cut one off, you might as well be the biggest one, right?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, well, anyway, that's just a little side part that I'm interested in because it that never happens in any Cinderella movie. Thank God. <laughs>
1: I'm Thank cracking God. up right now. I'm trying not to
0: die. <laughs> All right, we could talk about the fairy godmother now.
1: Back to the point. Okay. <laughs> In the original okay. no, version,
0: I can't.
2: sorry
1: folks we just in the original versions of (laughs) rogers and hammerstein the fairy godmother is just kind of like this magical being (laughs) who is just like represents all the good Mm -hmm. and it's not that much different from the broadway version Uh but the broadway version i feel like is more of a teacher because she's in the story more But Mm -hmm. not as the fairy godmother. Mm -hmm. It's going back to that early in the podcast, if he doesn't cut it out. Um, when I talked about the whole like angels in disguise thing. Oh yeah. That's kind of the idea of the fairy godmother is she um I mentioned a character at the very beginning of the podcast called Crazy Marie, an old lady who was like crazy that Cinderella was kind to. Mm -hmm. Spoiler alert, that's actually the fairy godmother. Mm -hmm. And she um seeing cinderella's kindness that's why she decides to use her magical powers to help cinderella mm-hmm. mm. because of cinderella's kindness i feel like in other versions it's kind of like oh you're a really good person and you're really upset Boop, i'm here bippity boppity boo copyright yeah. And, <laughs> yeah and like in this version it's like no like I think there's even a line in the Broadway version where this fairy godmother says something along the lines of multiple people in this kingdom have had a chance to be kind to me and no one has. Mm -hmm. So that is why I'm choosing to do this for you. Mm -hmm. Like it's not about random. It's about, no, I've seen what you've been doing and kind of like your, no, your good deed is not going to go unpunished. unpunished. So yeah.
0: No good deed goes unpunished. What? (laughs) Um, if so, you haven't listened to the wicked one no.
1: <laughs> There's wicked. Um oh my there's God. no cats in this one, but we also have What a- oh my <laughs> oh, a I mean I'm just
0: saying love never dies. Love
2: oh, never
1: dies. Um yeah, but back to the point. Um kind of segueing because like the fairy godmother transforms while well, crazy Marie, the old lady who's in like these rags and nasty, like clothing nasty. transforms into the fairy godmother right before our eyes mm-hmm. on stage. And I know one of the things you want to talk about were the costumes. Lucas. Yeah. Said.
0: Yeah. I mean, we can definitely dive into that. You mentioned costumes and sets. Um, yeah. And one of the biggest aspects, uh, like you said in the, like, I think we, I think you, we were talking about before we were recording Is the way that they did costume changes in the show. And of course, since you know all about it, you can, you can, you can. So if
1: you go to like a Broadway show or just famous show in general or Mm -hmm. something that's by a more legit theater company, regional, et cetera, um, you will see, we see costume changes on stage all the time. Hmm. Yeah. But usually it's like smoke and mirrors, like, they disappear off stage or something goes in front of them and then boom, they're in a different Mm -hmm. costume or Mm -hmm. they go into a crowd of people. When the people leave, they're in a different costume. Like we get the idea that that is what's happening to help with that costume change. That doesn't happen in this show. Mm -hmm. Like Cinderella and the fairy godmother are both on stage. They both have major costume changes. Um, Crazy Marie turning into the fairy godmother and then Cinderella going from her peasant outfit into her um peasant. i just us saying the word peasant Peasant. peasant. um yes. peasant. into um her princess outfit um she these happen on stage in real time no disappearing um no oh there's a bunch of people gonna run in front of me and help me change real quick Which no it really makes it stand out so i feel like that was the big thing that everyone was like holy crap but this musical was like the costume design
0: mm-hmm.
1: so because she literally is wearing like two costumes in one yeah i am like, curious
0: how they do that
1: well i can tell you because <laughs> yeah. i actually teach i teach a lesson over this um do i know all the things no because i'm not there and i wasn't like i've seen it live but i've never like seen it up close, I would oh, what I would give to like watch a rehearsal of just that costume change. That sounds really bad, but you know what
0: I mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, There's no stripping of any kind during this No, change. no
1: clothing leaves the body, it just changes. Um, <laughs> <that did me. laughs> so, um, the first thing I think is really neat is the hair because mm. we go from this messy bun. Um, with kind of a peasant's rag on it
0: mm-hmm.
1: and she like pulls something in the rag and her hair flips up and the whole time she's had like this tiara underneath her hair, messy bun. Wow. And it like flips up and goes up front and then all of a sudden she's in like a princess hairdo. Like That's really cool. Incredible. Um, the best way, this is really difficult because... I'm using words and I can't use pictures, Um, but the best way to describe um, both the Cinderella and the crazy Marie to fairy godmother costume changes is the whole time their fairy godmother and Cinderella costumes are on them underneath. Mm
0: Mm-hmm
1: the um, current peasant wear they're wearing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now it isn't like they're wearing two layers like you go outside and you have a sweater on underneath it. It's as if like it's a reverse of the costume.
0: Yeah. It's like a reversible.
1: Yes. Yeah, so it's like literally she pulls if I can remember correctly I'm standing up.
2: I was going to say I'm getting I'm getting I'm standing up because
1: I'm like trying to like physically walk myself through it. She pulls like something on the center like a center like belt little thing on her peasant costume. And as she pulls it, she turns and it begins like unraveling mm-hmm. into her princess gown. And then like the peasant garb just goes like, mm-hmm. literally in the underneath, back train it. underneath it, and usually takes up the back train because she has like a small train mm-hmm. in the back of her dress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like all that goes boom there. And then she's like, she's done. Mm-hmm. Same with crazy Marie. She has like these crazy, like I want to say horns, but that sounds like a devil. But they look really cool. They're like fairy-like
2: horns. Pictures on there. And And
1: her hair is done in a way with a hood. But she like removes the hood Mm -hmm. and removes her cloak, and underneath this cloak is her whole dress. Mm -hmm. Because her acting's so good. Because she's like when she's the old lady, she's bent over, and like hunched, and she looks like. To quote another Disney movie, like reference another one, like she looks like the old old lady in Snow White. Snow White, yeah. Who's like really ugly and like really cruel, mm-hmm. but she's not cruel. But like kind of with a cloak and hunched mm-hmm. over with a cane, and then boom, she removes that cloak and she does a spin, and she's in this ball gown.
0: Yeah. And. And I wonder if there's a ball. reason why they do the spin. I wonder if it just helps the fabric I think flow it's for
1: dramatic effect.
0: Oh, and, just
1: I think and I think it also just it is that little bit of smoke and mirrors that people are like, oh, they're spinning and oh, they're in a new costume. Mm-hmm. It just kind of works. Like, look it up on YouTube. You can find it. Like, it's amazing. It is amazing. It's beautiful. You've shown the
0: me. the one that I watched on uh, YouTube with uh, yeah. Carly and Fran.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Cinderella walked off stage to get dressed. Like, I think some of her. I think maybe some of her costume was reversible, but not all of it because she did go off stage.
1: Yeah. I know depending on like the actress, sometimes they have to do that. But my mm. favorite is the original Broadway with Lauren Osnes. <laughs> and I know Carly Ray Jepsen was in the Broadway. She was a Broadway replacement. But um, mm. I love, and Laura Osnes, if you watch the Tony Award one, whew, like they do that all right there. It's beautiful, and Did when Mr. just Hammer does this someday, that would be me. We are paying the money for the costume because you can rent the costume. Oh, really? Yeah, you can rent wow. it for your Ooh. productions of Cinderella
0: for and... five thousand dollars.
1: No, it's 500. Um... <sighs> Oh, we're it's paying not bad though. It. Like it's not bad compared to like a lot of things, but like yeah, when I do it someday for high school, like it will probably be the most expensive show I ever do because you... I'm going to because go it's are gonna go all fire. out. Yeah, but yeah. um, yeah,
0: yeah. So what about the sets? I mean, all the costumes are are very good in the show. I mean, the costume changes are phenomenal, and all the costumes really do. I mean, the the stepsisters, the mother, all the 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 royal family i guess all of them i mean are very period pieces and of course a lot of ball gowns for the dancing and stuff but the sets there's a lot of locations where this is at.
1: and i will say there's like there's some set pieces that are almost always on and they just basically shuffle and move and it shows a different change of location and you'd be surprised how effective it is but it literally is the trees Mm -hmm. Because they really embrace this idea of earthy tones versus these cool silver, purple, and blue colors for, like, the palace. Mm -hmm. And somehow they really, really work. Because, like, when we're at Cinderella's house, Mm -hmm. there's, um, we're in the exterior of it at first. And it's, like, it looks like a little cottage. Um, And there's, like, a brick wall. And, like, you can hide things behind it. And then there's these trees that are all in the background which Mm -hmm. are really like they're movable we think trees it's hard to explain because you like never see the tops of them they're just super tall Mm -hmm. they just Mm -hmm. look like giant wooden columns that look like trees but then when we transfer to the ballroom or the palace or anything like that they shift and like they rotate and on the opposite side is like these bluish columns—I say bluish, mm-hmm. ice, more silver whitish marble mm-hmm. style columns—and yeah and the lighting really does make a difference here. Because, like any of the ballroom scenes, the lights are in a bunch of like cool purples and blues and silver, like kind of giving that midnight night effect of ooh magical, and then <laughs> you say it again. Ooh. ooh magical, and then um. You have, shut up, Lucas. Um, <laughs> and then you have the woods and all of the <laughs> normal, I hate you, of all of the peasant areas, which are in more of these earthy tones. So, yes. Nice. <laughs> and you have a town like that comes into, The Prince is Giving a Ball is an amazing number in the show.
0: Mm-hmm. That's one thing we haven't talked about yet. Is okay, let's do it. Um,
1: Jenny,
2: she played that. She she informed me when she was teaching me in college that she was, we were talking about that show. And she said, I love that show, but I was that lady that goes, the prince is coming up. <laughs> <laughs> let's see her doing that.
1: Oh, my so, God. So, music in the show, <laughs> in the Broadway version.
0: <laughs> oh, my God.
1: There's a lovely little opening number that includes the entire cast, but you don't see them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Um, it's just kind of this beautiful opening number. It's kind of like a narration in a, um, in a book in a storybook. And then Cinderella comes on and Cinderella sings multiple songs, um, throughout the show. But before we get there, then we meet the Prince. And the prince sings, "Who am I?"
0: Which is an. Who added am song. I? Oh, no. sorry, Show.
1: Actually, to correct <laughs> myself, oh, the song is entitled "Me Who Am I." Me, comma, who am I? Um, <laughs> and you guys are just sitting back and letting me live my best life. So you know what? It's okay. I'm loving it. It's okay. <laughs> but what's um, your
0: fa- I, I feel like you have a favorite. Um, and I'm i want to like i want to figure out what it is and i think i have an idea of Okay what it
1: so is. i'm just going to go through the songs and then you tell me which one you think's my favorite. So okay. Me Who Am I, Beautiful Song, We Meet the Prince, We Meet This Version of the Prince because Me Who Am I is um not featured really in the other shows. So it's added for The Prince, we meet Prince Topher and what's going on with him. We have in my own little corner when we meet the princess and the well, we meet Cinderella. The Cinderella in this Princess. version. Shut up. Um, <laughs> I'm excited. Leave me alone. Um, Cinderella in this version actually meets the prince as Cinderella before she meets him as Princess Cinderella. <gasps> uh huh. She's kind to him and he likes it. So then she sings in my own little corner, dreaming of the places she could be to get away from her stepmother. Um, We have The Prince is Giving a Ball, which is a beautiful song. Um, Beautiful ensemble number. This isn't really a huge ensemble show. Like, there's ensemble numbers, but it's not a whole lot. lot. Um, Then as we continue on um, through the show, we eventually get to... um, I'm just hitting the highlights here of songs because there's reprises here and there.
0: Yeah, there's like five hundred, um, and I reprises. love a
1: good. I love a good reprise, but then there's reprises that I'm like they're standalone for me, and that and something rotten, rabbit trail. There's a standalone reprise in that show that I'm like this is gold, but yeah, <laughs> um, but um, then we get to the actual ball, and. We have the dancing at the ball, which is just a huge dance number, ensemble number. They don't sing that much, but they dance. Um, beautiful. I love ballroom dancing. It's, it should be yeah. taught in every public high school in the entire world. It's a dying art, and it's a lost art, and it really is elegant and classy and should be. Yeah, there's my thing. Um, Ten minutes ago <sighs> is a beautiful number.
2: I have to say that I get to be the one who gets to experience all the uh facial expressions and oos and ahs.
0: <laughs> Lucky.
2: I am. She <laughs> I'm is. I'm
0: loving it.
1: Um Ten Minutes Ago is beautiful Ten number. Oh, oh yes, it's I beautiful. Know. He it's a beautiful solo that turns into a duet where he realizes he's really into who we know to be Cinderella, the princes and yes, beautiful number. Um, going on through the story. Um, I can't believe I'm forgetting this number's name. It's has, it's an obscure name,
0: but which one it's
1: the number where Cinderella Uh is back at the house Mm -hmm. and she's meeting. Um, she gets there obviously before her stepmother and all Mm -hmm. them get there. And, She's imagining. I think it's called when you're riding through the carriage, or when you're riding through something, because she's imagining when
0: you're driving through the moonlight.
1: Yes, when you're driving through the moonlight, she's she's describing what we know as naughty, and she has seen, but the characters on stage, except Cinderella, don't know that she was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're just they're all having this moment where they're describing um, the experience of going to this ball and going to the mm-hmm. palace. And then there's this hilarious number. Um, Lovely night is a beautiful number where they, the stepmother and her daughters and stepdaughter, Cinderella, it actually feels like a family for a moment.
0: Yeah. And I, I, love, that in the, uh...
1: and I love it because it's like, we forget for a little bit, like the situation and, Mm-hmm. And we all get lost in the story of what it could be. And like not only does the audience get pulled into that, but the characters do as well. Yeah. Like, I just think it's a beautiful storytelling mechanism they do there to kind of remind us about these are human beings, even if they don't all get along.
0: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. um
1: then we discover Gabriella liking John Michelle. Um And she ends up kind of coming to Cinderella's side. And then, I'm trying to think, um, The Loneliness of Evening is a Mm -hmm. beautiful song. Yep. Um, Beautiful number, um, where they're both pining for each other, the prince and um, Cinderella. And then we try on the shoe. We have the festival. No, we do the festival first. The festival? Again. Stop. Stop. (laughs) <laughs> and then um and then we have oh Do I love you because you're saying, beautiful? Yep. Mhm. That is
2: my favorite
1: <sighs> one. Oh, Jesus, yes. <laughs> <laughs> do I love you because you're beautiful is beautiful number
2: Sorry. <laughs>
1: Man,
0: I one. um want to say that you did not mention the one that I think is would be your favorite. Because I think it's, I always, I think it's the one where it's I'm, the... I'm,
1: I'm, I'm rounding back to that. I know it's what you're talking about. I'm just going through all this. Do I love you because you're beautiful? And then um, we kind of get to the end, and they have the wedding, et cetera. Song in the middle that we skipped, um, in between Prince's giving a ball and the him. wonderful dancing sequence, um, Impossible.
0: Oh, is that one your favorite?
1: Impossible is there. And it's, I love it's it. There. It's and there. It's a beautiful, choreographed, extremely challenging number. Mm-hmm. It will be one of my favorites up until I have to direct it, and then I will probably hate it because it is so... It's not just lyrically difficult in the singing of it, because God bless those sopranos. Um yeah. but it is it cues so much technically. Yeah. And not necessarily by word or lyric. Mm-hmm. It's certainly by, oh, on this measure, when we have this flourish, this has to happen or the fox has to become a coachman and blah blah blah. Like yes. Yeah, like yeah. So, what song did you think is my favorite? Am I missing one?
0: Well, I don't know if it's really like a full blown song, but when I was watching it, I was like, ah, this song seems like it would be one of Lucas's favorite songs because I hated it. Um, <laughs>
1: okay, that's that's a good that's a good indicator
0: because um, usually
1: a song you hate is a song I love. Yes.
0: Yeah. Um, I think it's called. I think it's the stepsisters' lament.
1: Oh my gosh!
0: When they're with the, I don't even know how it song. goes I'm
1: singing that song at a cabaret
0: yes. I love that
1: song um, but yeah Stepsisters Lament is one of my favorite songs from the show Cinderella um, and it's in the original versions too Oh, um, and it has been done multiple different ways it has been done in the traditional females singing it on stage there have also been stage versions where it has been men and drag playing the stepsisters oh, oh nice and they have sang this song as well. So yes, I love the stepsisters lament. I think it's Lucas knows me. I love a good character song.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, shout out to Oklahoma. Um, Mm -hmm. love that. Um, love that song. Yep. Yep. I can't say no. Um, but the stepsister's lament is an amazing, 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 amazing song. But yeah. it is not my favorite.
0: Surprised? It is um, up there.
1: I will say honestly, almost every I, this is one show I can listen to like every single song and not get bored. Yeah. Like I will, I can put on the CD and I don't hit the skip button at all. And I do that with a lot of musicals. Yeah. But this one, like so I love if you, every single if song. You're, but,
0: If you were to pick just one, what would be your favorite? Impossible?
1: No, I love Impossible. But I really, this song gets my little romance, like, heart going. And I really love, I have to agree with Liz, Do I Love You Because You're Beautiful Yeah, is such a freaking good song. That's probably my favorite. But 10 minutes ago being a close second, that is Liz's favorite as well.
0: That's your favorite, Elizabeth?
2: I'd have to say yes. I was going to say I've ever since I was a little girl, that has been my number one. Just the words are just so sincere, but very honest, and
1: and they flow so well with they the do. Yes, yeah. yeah. I mean, oh. yeah.
2: it just it it encapsulates. I think, in my personal opinion, just the story of like really what Cinderella is about too, because it's like he feels something for her. But he just wants to also make sure it's not just because she looks beautiful. It's like he sees the beauty on her insides. Like mm-hmm. it just
1: it's. it's- yeah. Do I love you because you're beautiful? Are you beautiful because I love you?
0: Mm-hmm. <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> so Elizabeth, um, it's nice to have you on the show. What? 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 When did you watch this show? Like, have you seen it multiple times or?
2: Yeah, I watched it ever since I was a kid. Yeah, I kind of grew up on, on Rodgers and, Rogers and Hammerstein and like with The Sound of Music and Cinderella was definitely a a big one.
0: Nice. But you've never been in like actual Cinderella. Now you've been Cinderella.
2: I have. That was, again, going back to the earlier part of the podcast, we were, I was in Into the Woods, uh, mm-hmm. the Stephen Sondheim version. And yes, um, a lot of good moments, but a lot of dark, darker moments.
0: yeah but i mean like how did it feel to be cinderella
2: it was it was very that's a deep question i mean it is just because i don't know i in some ways people kind of have always joked with me calling me a cinderella my whole life and i didn't really i still don't believe it i don't know but in some sort of ways i feel like i relate to her because i do try to see the good in people it makes me a happier person when i do Mm -hmm. and so yeah i was gonna say it was it was a lot of fun it was a lot of um deep deep soul searching and um but yeah i was it was definitely definitely a big shock when i found out that i got the part
0: yeah one of my favorite bloopers ever that i can (laughs) remember from any show that i've ever been in was from uh into the woods um When the uh, dress comes down on you. (laughs) Because, like, like, you're, you're, you're getting, I think it's like, I think you're, like, getting ready for the ball or whatever. And, well, first off, the shoes come first, and the shoes fall into the pit. Yes. Yes. And then, I think they're all, like, handing it to you, and you're like, oh, thank
2: you, kind stranger. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and I then, mean, at live theater, you just, that's the reason why we do it, guys. I mean, it's just, there are moments that you just, you can't, you can't write.
0: Yeah. So, and then the dress comes down on you. and you, Don't you, like, fall to the ground almost?
2: I did. Like, I, I fell so many times in that show, twice on purpose, because I had to. My character, I, I had to fall. But, and then other times, I would just get off stage and I would trip or something. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I'll never forget. I was singing um, to my mother who in the play is dead already and she is kind of what's a good help me lucas it's it's, she's she's kind of a tree she's a
1: specter she's kind of a nature spirit but she's a ghost
2: yes and she drops a dress as i ask her you know for the next steps of what i need to do in my life and yeah i was supposed to catch it and I was very deep into my character. If you, will. <laughs> I completely closed my eyes opening night. I think it was when this happened too. and then next thing I know, silver and gold throw down on me. boom! <laughs> 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 and I had to continue to keep trying to sing. And I, and I couldn't because my, I was trying to get the dress off my head. <laughs> that is
0: so really good.
2: Exit. Exit. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Oh
0: my gosh! Yes. I
1: want to get my wish. wish. <laughs> oh
0: my gosh, that is hilarious. So I mean, I said it twice just in the podcast here. I mean, you are practically Cinderella in a sense. Oh, yeah.
2: thank you, kind sir. Thank yeah. you.
0: You're my dream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Now we have hammered out um uh, the um Broadway version, Rodgers and Hammerstein. Understand. What?
1: You said hammered out, and I gave you... I him know. Him. I was like
0: I'm good like that. Um, <laughs> but uh, there is a new one um, that is coming out, New Cinderella Musical by Andrew Lloyd Webber. These two these two theater people have not listened to it or know about it. Because I don't
1: of... know how I feel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what, Lucas, did you listen to it?
1: I listened to Bad Cinderella, and mm. I will say I did enjoy that song. Bad Cinderella? It's yeah. a song in the show. Oh.
0: Yeah, and bad Cinderella really, is probably the best. I mean, probably I, I mean, like, like the song I, in the in the album.
2: Sorry, for some reason I don't know, my brain went to like you know how there's. You'll probably cut this out, Lucas. Um, there's that movie with Cameron Diaz called Bad Teacher. I've never seen it, so that's where my mind went. Like bad Cinderella, and so I thought maybe it was like a parody yes, version of she's what?
0: bad Cinderella.
2: Oh my god! <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. So no, she's not. She's not Camry Diaz. A bad teacher.
2: No, Camry Diaz, Lucas. Yeah,
0: uh-huh. but, uh huh. But no, I feel like it's a great. I mean, it's they're. I mean, it's Andrew Lloyd Webber. So it's great music, um. And I feel like the story is a little different. Hard? But what was that?
1: Do you think he's trying too hard to get another hit, or do you think it's like legit good?
0: I mean, I feel like it's. I feel like it's legit good. I mean, is it going to be a hit? I don't think so. I mean, it might be. Who? I mean, who truly knows when a show is going to be a hit that or not? That is
1: honestly the truth.
0: I mean, a lot of the I mean, why write? Why write a show if you don't think it's going to be a huge hit?
1: That is true. And so,
0: I mean, this show could take off tomorrow and be the biggest show of twenty twenty two. Or it could no, just be a dud. I did dud.
1: read some reviews. I haven't listened to it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I know it, it's it's not on Broadway yet. It's in it's in the West End.
0: Yeah. And London. I
1: know, and it's been kind of, because of COVID, sorry, I know we don't really say that word on this podcast. But because of that... Um, <laughs> we can. It kind of has been over-opening, over-closing, over-opening, mm-hmm. over-closing. So it's been really yeah. hard to kind of gauge how it's going to do um i know people have said they enjoyed the music and they liked mm-hmm. the re-invented story i know there ha- there were some things saying that they didn't feel everyone in the cast fit what they should have like been in yeah and that some things felt forced
0: and adam lambert was one of the princes that really? showed up at the end
2: adam lambert
0: yeah <laughs> like the pop singer
1: yeah, yeah, I know who Adam Lambert is.
0: Yeah. Yeah, if you listen to the uh if you listen to the soundtrack, listen through all of it, he'll show up at the end. His songs actually really good in my opinion. He's
1: very talented.
0: He is very talented. So, all right, well we just want to mention that these two uh, haven't listened to it, but I do recommend I do recommend it. I mean, if you like Andrew Lloyd Webber and you're dying to hear some new music of his, just uh, look up Cinderella by Andrew Lloyd Webber. Especially
1: the a time where there's not a lot of new musical theater happening because of life. Because so, of yeah. life. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, so overall rating for Cinderella. Uh, 1. It's the worst thing you've ever seen. Uh, 10. It's the best thing you've ever seen. I have a feeling Lucas. I'm going to know what Lucas is going to choose. Um, so I we'll go with Lucas game last. Games. Elizabeth, what's your overall rating for the show? For
2: the show? Yeah. Um. I would probably... Again, I haven't seen the Broadway version of it, but any clips that Lucas has shown me, I would definitely give it a. uh, Like, are you talking about me personally? My favorite, or oh, okay. Um, I'd say it ranks at least like in the top ten. Well,
1: that's what we're rating from.
2: Oh, okay. Um, So
1: give it a number. So one is, uh, no, it's Cats. Um, Yeah. Ten is Oh, okay. oh my gosh, this you. is no 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 no. You are me. telling us what it is. Wonderful.
0: <sighs> this is not being cut.
2: <laughs> I'd probably say it would be like maybe between six and seven for oh,
0: me. Oh really? Is that that cool? low? I just didn't kidding. think it's
2: <laughs> <a> <laughs> Well, I was going to say, I'm in it again. I haven't seen the whole show, so it's hard for me to kind of judge. But just based on what I do know about it, I mean, I'm sure it would be amazing. Mm -hmm. But I also, the shows that I have been in, so you have to give me some credit. The shows that I have been and I have seen, it's like, okay, you know, I could definitely see myself wanting to be in that or direct that someday. And so it's kind of hard to base that without actually having seen the whole thing. So, yes, I would say. So
0: Elizabeth is giving it a six and a half. Pretty sure. Much. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Pretty much. Lucas is pissed right now, folks. No. <laughs> um, I'll give it. I'll, I feel like I'll give it.
1: Uh,
2: it a louder. <laughs> what'd you say?
0: What'd you the say? The that
1: really matters is mine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Um, <laughs> um, I'll give it. I mean, the music is good. Casting is good. I mean, not casting. Uh, costuming and set and everything. Music is great. Um, I'd, I'd give it a, I'd feel like I'd give it a seven. Now, if Ooh. I watched it in shows, I'd give it an eight. Her like you if were I gonna watched give it a five. on, uh, on the stage, like actually live.
1: Yes, <gasps> really? So good. Okay. Um,
0: okay. Why? You thought I was going to give it a five?
1: Yes. I thought you were going to give it lower just to spite me. Um,
0: oh, no, no, okay. I'm, giving it, I'm giving it a seven.
1: So here's my number.
0: Oh gosh. I give
1: it a, a twenty hundred.
0: Oh my gosh! 100%. Actually, I give it ten. It's
1: like it's if I could give it a fifteen twelve, I would because like yeah, it literally. uh, If there's one thing that you will learn from this podcast and all my ramblings, because I think this is the one I've talked the most on, um, mm-hmm. like yeah. You don't have to be so gung-ho about that, Lucas. No! Um, but, um, is, um... I loved it. I love this show. Like, this is my show. It never disappoints. And if life is in a bad place, I can just turn on, like, honestly, probably because I'm not in a bad place, but I'm having kind of a day. And just talking about the show has made my day better, so thank you. You're welcome. Um... I'm probably going to turn it on and listen to it all day today because, like, it's, it does my little princess want to be heart happy. Mm-hmm. Like, for multiple reasons, I love the show. And people have really tried to figure out, like, mutual friend of ours, Madeline Clem, um, hates the Broadway version. She
2: um, does? Yes. Madeline Clem, if you listen to this,
1: what? She doesn't what like what the Broadway knows? version, but she loves the original like original version, oh, and me and her had multiple conversations uh-huh. about yes. how, like, she's like, I don't understand. They made it so political. I'm like, they made it better because it's more authentic. It's real life, you little fairy tale girl. Oh. <laughs>
2: well, she did play my stepsister in Into the yeah.
0: true, true. Well, um, any last thoughts one? on anything? Or you I should, mean...
1: if, if it tours in your area or there's a production of it in your area. Go see it. It will change your life. Um,
2: well, you will we'll go see it with you.
1: Call me up. Buy my ticket. Pay for buy my, my ticket. ticket. I will give you the best experience ever watching Cinderella. <laughs> that sounds really bad, but it's okay. Uh,
0: okay. No, that's, that's fine.
2: <laughs> How many of your podcasts actually make it to the air, Lucas?
0: All of them. All of them.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All of them. I just cut out a lot of stuff. Any last but- thoughts, Elizabeth?
2: Uh, No, this has just been quite the experience, and I'm very honored that you asked me to be on it. So thank you so much.
0: You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, We have all probably seen the Disney movie Cinderella, but if you have not watched Cinderella on stage, you most definitely should, and invite Lucas as well. You'll even have a better experience. Um, Like I said at the beginning, it is a classic that you don't want to miss out on. So, thanks for coming on the show again, Lucas and Elizabeth. It was great to have you on the show. It was amazing,
2: great to see you, or hear you, sir. <laughs> <Talk to> you. <laughs> see you,
0: hear you, whatever. It's the same thing. <laughs> and uh, thank you I'm for glad listening.
1: I can make the podcast better. Mm-hmm. What? I'm glad I can make it better by talking about something I'm really passionate about.
0: Yes, yes. No, I mean this was this was a great conversation. I loved it. I feel like we learned so much. I feel like Elizabeth did not know what she was in for, and she got a history lesson.
2: <laughs> I really did. I have to tell you one last thing, Lucas. Uh, so Lucas is also look, looking at my shoes that I wore today, and they
0: say just,
1: Fergalicious in the in the sole. Well, I was
2: looking at the crown. There's a crown logo. I was on looking the inside, at Fergalicious, so, <laughs> but oh do looking at my shoes being Cinderella. So <laughs>
0: anyway. Oh my gosh, that is that. so good. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Uh, See you next time. Stay safe out there. And remember, you don't care.